Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. And I am waiting in a three-hour queue to be a part of this podcast, Sam Bennett. Only three hours? It's not bad. How many people are ahead of you? 2,000 plus? All the Swift ones, because I didn't even say my name right. Not so Swift Sam here. (laughs) Are you in the waiting room? I'm in the waiting room. Well, you shouldn't be in the waiting room. You didn't get the pre-sale code. Well, I didn't even sign up for the pre-registration. Then why are you in the waiting room? Because I just like feeling like I'm a part of something. Yeah, well, you're the reason. And the reason is me. Hi, you're the problem. It's you. (laughs) That's going to be my epitaph. (laughs) I mean, I'm good. I got tickets. Yeah, you did. You did. You <laughs> wanna did. you wanna you wanna do a little humble brag right now? No, I'm tickets? afraid of the Swifties. Just I'm, two night it's casual. Two nights in Gillette, a night maybe two in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about some other ones that could be fun. Maybe uh maybe a nice little uh, London town excursion. I'm holding off for the European excursion. The Swift Talks take over yes. Europe. Yes. The Swift Talk goes to Rome. As they say in Rome, bienvenue a Rome. We'll just rent a tour bus. We'll mm-hmm. go around all the stops. Oh my gosh. We'll do live shows at each stop. Guys, don't make me promises you have no intention of keeping. Both of you are going to need to take an extended vacation. <laughs> you know what? I'm down for that. I'm in. Let's do a, a Swifty Stops Swifty Stops Tour. The National Lampoon Swifty Stops Tour brought to you by... (laughs) The Swift Talk. I'm so sorry. I am going to go follow Taylor Swift around in a tour bus through Europe with Sam and Jason. Yeah, and I think that National Lampoon should produce it. I think that that would... What a reality show. That would be amazing. What happens when a producer, a Swifty, and this guy get locked (laughs) in a bus in a foreign continent? That'll be great. What could possibly go wrong? We'll pitch it to VH1. No, uh, we are. That is off-brand reality. Or dear maybe, Bravo. Oh, maybe like the the Oxygen. Travel Channel. Travel Channel. Travel Channel. Yeah. MTV. Mm. Mm. They put money into their reality shows. Yeah, mm. but they, if they'd be putting us like before or after road rules, and I feel like we would just no. The challenge and the challenge is fabulous. I think we should it? do like a, well, it'll be like a uh, drinking. Food, travel, show. I thought it would be a Taylor Swift show. Well, that was everyone's the, feeling at first. <laughs> but it has to include some of the other stuff so they can get some, uh, you know, ad buys. Yeah. The, the show focuses on Taylor Swift and these three people that are on this journey. But it's mostly B-roll. So it's just, you know. Okay. Anyway, so very excited. Ticketmaster was a disaster. And you know what happens when you upset a Swifty? Yes. If you give a Swifty a ye, you end up... Uh, ask Kanye. He's no longer a billionaire. <laughs> so, Ticketmaster... Yep, 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 yep. So, Ticketmaster uh, felt the rage of so many Swifts. Like a Swift kick to the head? Or was it like... Uh, Death by a thousand cuts. It was death by a thousand cuts. They had no idea what they were getting into. No. So uh, I was a part of a show going into the pandemic that we used a production company at the time, or middleman, Brown Paper Tickets. And they were based out of Washington and they did lots of uh, booking events. And when everyone needed their refunds back because the world was shutting down, within two weeks, the company said, we're bankrupt. We can't pay anybody else back. Goodbye. So. I mean. Look, I've bought Taylor Swift tickets from Ticketmaster before. I've been in queues. I got Leverfest tickets. 
to tell me that you didn't think that they were going to have an unprecedented demand when, when you put your pre-sale website up, it crashed to tell me that you only thought 40% of the people who got their pre-sale codes were going to come in and that only 15% of the people trying to buy tickets experienced problems. I don't know what universe you're living in, but it certainly wasn't the same one I was in on Tuesday. How many people signed up? Assume like, is there an estimate? They gave, they said they did about like 1.4 presale codes went out. Everybody else on the list got waitlisted. Million or billion? Million. Million. Okay. Assuming that like not even half of them would pop into the sale. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking, and they were estimating that 40% wouldn't pop. They, yeah, wouldn't show up. Okay. So 60% of people were going to be in in line in this digital queue. So 60% of 1.4 million. That's, that's like 50 people. Yeah. So why, why couldn't they handle it? Yeah. Well, and what happened was people were just excited. So they popped in when they weren't supposed to, like they said they had 14 million people on this and you think about it and you're like, well, duh, like I'm sure there are a lot of, a lot of bots in there trying to get in. Like, where were you Ticketmaster? Because this was everywhere. Like clearly you don't pay attention to the world around you because everyone was talking about it. You had this many people sign up for presale those are the planners. Like, come on. This Wait. is absolute. And the fact is, when you had your pre-sale code, you had to get through the queue to punch it in. Like, why isn't, like, just to get in, you have to be like, hey, here's my code, and you get led into the waiting room. That would have been a better way to go and about And then it. you would have weeded out all of these people and immediately would have started moving people through. You all could have hung out with me in the waiting room. Also, in what world did you think that you were going to get these people through in two hours before you let another wave in? You got to love big event, poor planning. I was like, what? And so I'm on Twitter. I'm getting my hair done while I'm in queue and I'm losing my mind. Um, and I'm reading about and the Bruce Springsteen people are like, welcome to our world. And the BSB people are like, welcome to our world. And Swifties are like, hold my wine. <laughs> We're on it. Now Ticketmaster's under investigation in Tennessee. Like. Everyone's talking about the antitrust and breaking up monopolies and Live Nation and Ticketmaster who merged are like, oh, no. And Taylor's mad. So what world, like, we see what happens when she, the Queen Bee is upset. Well, I can't wait for her to write a song about it. Well, I mean. That's going to be just, another one of her ex-boyfriends. She's going to come up with her own Ticketmaster type of uh, I feel like this might How be the great ga- would that be, this though? This might be the gateway for the, Taylor me- tickets. for the Metallica Taylor Swift collab we've always been waiting for, <laughs> Master of Tickets. <laughs> uh, the joke that's been going around is like, you don't mess with a Swifty. We write angry letters and fountain pens, quill pens, and glitter pens, and you're going to get them all. <laughs> <laughs> like the Swifties are here for it. Like we're done. There's there so many things I I just I would want to deep dive into about the last minute of you speaking. <laughs> like so many things. One, you abbreviated Backstreet Boys. No, or BTS. It's a K-pop group. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, boy bands who actually like I learned a lot about them. Clearly, not their abbreviation. <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Who's the who's one of the lead singers of the Beatles? <sighs> no. It's, all right. So. I get, I get that. There's also the you're you now you are on the record of calling Taylor Swift the Queen Bee, Duh. and we are living in a Beyonce world. Well, I mean Beyonce hasn't done ticket chat. Like, and that's the thing. Like Adele's residency, a little hiccup, but not a big deal. 
Beyonce hasn't gone on tour in forever, so we don't know what that's going to look like. But the Beyonce fans are like, go get them, Swifties. Get this figured out before it's our turn. Right. I'm like, got it. Yeah. On it. Finish paving the road for us so it's a smooth getaway. Well, yeah, I don't want any other fan base to have to go through this. I got tickets in my like cart, had hit sent went into my credit card thing and got kicked out and couldn't get back in. I mean, I have tickets now. I am fine. I got what I wanted. I'm very happy. Now, just think seats. if we were a fly on the wall at her residence when that happened. Oh, my God. If we were getting our toes done while she was getting her hair did and we're watching her freak out and then she gets the ticket. That's about no, I didn't get right the tickets there. until the next day. Right. I had to do the Capital One pre-sale. We're just saying this, this is Which, good TV. Oh, guys, I had my iPad on Ticketmaster for Tampa. My iPhone, because everyone's like, don't use your computer. Like, that's a myth. Don't do it, dude, on your phone. Turn off your Wi-Fi. They both popped in at 2.10 for the tickets at the same time. Do you have any idea how stressful that was? Thankfully, I didn't have a budget. So I was like, yep, bye. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. There, There is a certain lawyer and educator that would like me to tell you that you could make a good investment off of these tickets that you're holding by reselling them. I am not being part of the problem. It's me. I'm not the problem. <laughs> I'm so frustrated that's why they have verified fan presales. Whoever had those tickets and is trying to sell them for a major profit should never be allowed to buy tickets again. You it's, don't have tickets. No, I'm just saying that you could anyone could you could give them their number and they'd say like, oh yeah, that's probably a verified fan. Let's send it to this phone number here. No, you have to. A verified fan is how you got into the presale. Okay. So if you got into that presale and now you're taking those tickets and just reselling them for. I'm sure they track that and then she won't get it again next time she tries to go and get yeah. tickets okay. for the like, next tour. I, just, I feel like especially with everything happening now, Ticketmaster is going to have to crack down on it. This isn't like Twitter, though, where you had to pay to be a verified fan. No. Okay. No. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you you deserve your blue bubble. You don't need to pay for it. Yeah. No. I like, And I got it and I got a boost from Taylor's site. Like, I got everything you needed to. But Ticketmaster just fumbled the ball so hard. Mm-hmm. And so spectacularly that we're all like, wait a minute. I had Loverfest tickets. I had a Taylor Swift boost. I was a verified pre-sale fan. Mm -hmm. And this person who's never been to a Taylor Swift concert got tickets. But it's okay because I'm fairly certain that these tickets are going to flood the market because so many parents bought them for kids who are young and they're looking at a 630 start time being like, oh, that's great. Perfect. 630 concert start. We'll be out of there by 830. This is perfect first concert. Complete. The year is 2025. All <laughs> currency has been replaced by Taylor Swift tickets. Oh my gosh. Dare to dream. <laughs> but I, know we were t- I was talking with a bunch of friends about it and I'm like, a 6.30 concert. So then there's two opening acts. So Taylor will probably go on around eight. She'll play to 10, 10.30. Like, can you imagine the amount of sleeping children in this concert? Like, cranky, sleepy kids that have to leave early. I'm going to be so frustrated when there are empty seats everywhere. <laughs> I'll just be in the waiting room. Yeah. Well, you'll be at the bar at Foxborough watching us. Well, okay. But think about this. Okay. You're, you are correct that a bunch of parents are doing this and they're buying these tickets as gifts. It's Christmas. Yeah, which is great. You you need that though. It's, a it's seven-year-old the, is too young for a Taylor Swift well, concert. It's, it's, this isn't Speak Now Taylor. Like her albums are explicit now. <laughs> it's, it's the greater fool, but in economic terms. Like it's not just Don Quixote trying to fight a windmill. It's literally just like these... Parents who bought probably closer to front row midsection seats are now having to take their children somewhere. And people from the 
the back row are now being like, there's seats available. Let's get up closer. Let's get up closer. It's going to be more, a better experience for them. What does this do for me? I'm in the front row seat. It's for everyone else. It's the global Swifty yeah, economy. This made it harder for me to get my front row seat, so they're not going to use. Right, but you will have yours. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you had, you didn't have a budget. You had the means. I know. And there are going to be people that did not have the means and the budget, and they'll be able to party next to you. And Perfect. What, that's true. What, that's a good point. What better I actually gift like that is point. there than being next to Kate oh, God. at a Swifty concert? Oh. Uh, we're taking Jill's mom. We're taking Jane. So, hey, we have a song we want to talk about. Yeah, what is this song we're talking about? <laughs> I think it's called Untouchable. 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 I Untouchable. like when they've had Just like the me. tickets this week. Just like the tickets this week. I it's just feel very like let's, fitting. let's just get out of this pickle jar and let's go right into the Untouchables. Untouchable. That's what you are. Those tickets are untouchable. In every way. In every way. All right. So, we're going to be hitting pause. We're going to be playing Untouchable by Taylor. This was a deluxe edition on her original but we are listening to the taylor's version of fearless and untouchable so you hit pause we'll hit pause and we'll be back to hear their reactions to an early taylor song will this break our streak i think so we'll be right back <sighs> well sam thoughts your question is important to us. Please stay on the line while we gather the not-so-swift Sam's opinion. So, I've, Bob, I've, huh, guys? <laughs> really loved it? Real big fans? So many questions. So, Oh, boy. Uh, there's a bra- so many notes on that notepad. Okay, so this is a re-release version. Yeah. This was originally released on Fearless. Yeah. But it was going to be on debut. Okay, it was, sorry. No, so she this did a- This is a deluxe version, Fearless. Yeah. Okay. And this is part of the re-release. So it is the re-recording of the sophomore Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, why is there the bracket, or maybe it's just for what I was looking at my lyrics, but there's a bracket that said Luna Halo. I'm so glad you asked. Oh, happy to fall into this trap. What's Luna <laughs> Halo all about? Luna Halo, Luna Halo is a- rock band who originally did this song and Taylor covered it and they loved her cover and her changes so much that they gave her writing credit on it on the re-record on her version not their version so actually since you asked now we're gonna hit pause we, again <laughs> there's another so- <laughs> oh we're gonna hit pause again just to give you a taste of what she covered because I thought you might like this okay I thought you know what the hell Let's try a little Luna Halo today, because this is their most streamed Spotify song. You ready? I'm ready. Let's, I'd rather get into this. I am off guard. I am ready. (laughs) I got into my southpaw stance. I'm ready to punch. What What is happening? So Taylor heard the song somewhere, liked it. Redid it, added to it, because their version's only like two minutes and 16 seconds. Taylor's is five minutes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Before I heard this Luna Halo, yeah. Uh, one of the notes that I wrote down here, which I was, I'm sure was going to upset you and everybody else that's a, a diehard Taylor Swift fan, and I was like, this is, the, there's so much padding in this song, it's a wonder bra. 
<laughs> because the the chorus, which you sing the chorus twice, and then you use the chorus again as a bridge, and then you sing it three more times after using it as a bridge. I I was literally saying, "Come on, come on!" End this song. It it, and then I heard that, which is screams screamo early two thousands West Coast rock, the yeah. Killers, yeah, uh, Atreus. Uh, there's. It's such a sound. Yeah. And it is cosmically confusing for me to hear that after hearing that. <laughs> I don't know if it, I belong in this world anymore. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I never did. Well. I, it's because I was like, I'm listening to the Taylor's version. I'm like, okay, I can see her. She's doing like VH1 storytellers. There's all the candles uh, on the stage. Right. Magic. You have your mandolin filling in behind your lead electric guitar, which is like, you have to like elegantly scream this guitar riff. But like, it's come on, come on. It's like Lisa Loeb is calling, being like, what are you doing? Take Stop doing my my stuff. Oh. But it's it's like breathy older Taylor doing this version. I I understand it and I hated it every second of it. It just seemed like such a reach, and oh. especially because I'm like, Jeez. Well, just stop it. It's it it felt like an adult wearing a child's Halloween costume, like mm-hmm. a child size Halloween costume. I felt like it listening to the song. I feel like I'm in the '90s, like teen romance. Where like she's staring out her window and daydreaming and like the football player is practicing out like a couple yards away and she's like, Oh, say that we'll be together. Come on. And I totally understand Come that. It's just like for me and like it's so nostalgic of that like unrequited childhood crush where you're like, Oh, come on. I totally I might be the ugly duckling who is in need of a makeover, but there's gold here. I incredibly agree with that sentiment. I just, this song, this whole album is very gold spun fairy tale would fit right in. Like pick a song, drop it into a nineties rom com teen angst. And you're like, ah, oh, yes, and, Taylor. And and that's, and that's where she was in her life. And that's where I'm, I'm going to punctuate this. It is a fairy tale. It is yeah. not real. Today Every was, time you've watched one of those TV shows where it's all the kids after in high school and they're hanging out at the place and they're waiting. And it's a cool coffee shop and the band's going to come. Up. Those don't exist. Those aren't real places. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's half inspiration full comes and I'm from still somewhere. waiting for you. Inspiration comes from somewhere, Samuel. Stop bursting my bubble. It's. Listen, Luna burst in mine. I can happily burst yours. I was like, this is going to go. I was like, this might help. It, <laughs> it might. But it's also just like I'm questioning life right now. <laughs> I just love this song. I do. I think you have to like. Obviously, Sam, you as a, oh, a, a almost a, called a, you middle age. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, mid thirties white male. Let's is, call me middle age. I'm is, gonna die soon. Probably let's call not. Me, I'm gonna. No, I'm you'll live forever. quarter life crisis. You'll live forever because we're gonna have so many songs to cover. <laughs> I'm not gonna live on through my children. I'm gonna live on through the songs of Taylor Allison Swift. Yep. Um. But like you have to remove that bias out of this. That bi- like of course you're not going to relate to a song about like an unrequited schoolgirl crush. Okay, what is one of the best Christmas movies of all time? Love actually. Exactly. Different. Different. Yeah. It is mushy gushy that's fantasy. Not yeah, but that's it's an all adult over movie. That's an adult movie. This is like from a Cinderella story. Which one? Any of them. 
It's not from the Disney one. This isn't bippity boppity banging right now. Well, no, a Cinderella movie, not Cinderella. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Hillary Duff, Selena Gomez. Ugh. Okay. Those ones. Okay. Yeah. Like, so obviously you're not going to be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Kate, you're right. This really like got me. But like maybe take just a step back and put yourself in high school Sam's shoes. Mm. And there's that popular girl who were like, oh, she's just so great. No. Oh. You never had that like high school unrequited crush where like you couldn't talk to him and you were so like nervous about it. <laughs> I want you to appreciate that moment, that yeah. sentiment, that sentimentality, and I want you to do. I want you to do two things. I want you to broaden the scale of the time frame. So let's go. Let's start from junior high okay, sure. to high school. Yeah, and let's also add in the factors that after you you pine for that person and they still say no, or you never work up the courage or whatever, and so you're like, well, I got to get this go. And you look at the next person, you're like. Oh, and then something happens. And I just want you to like just keep adding in that that variable. It's not just the one person in a small amount of time for high school Sam. It is every person that they've ever been like hi, and they're like, "Hey, your older brother's really hot." And I'm like, "Well, I'm leaving now. Bye." Oh. It's never you are you are barking up the wrong dead crab apple tree because Sam, <laughs> the roots of heartbreak for Sam started in preschool and they are still growing deep into the black heart of the romantic mind that is his optimism. <laughs> but yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, um, well, uh, this therapy session is brought to you. No, I uh, was a little disappointed about the trying to rhyme dream with name. Jesus, you and Taylor and her dream. Anyway, I just feel like if you put yourself into that moment where like that first real crush, like pull back the layers of the dead crab apple tree, get to like the healthy root that's still kind of there. And just remember what that like, I don't know. I think there's just something magical about that first crush where like, they never knew, nothing went wrong. There's no like angst about it. It's just you're like, oh, I'm so in love with you and you're never gonna know. Right, because it's- And it's, then situations change and you move on and you start to go through the phases where you're gonna get your heart smashed into a million little pieces and you're gonna start building up and building back and getting a little more they're, they're, all too well, a little less fearless. There is a beauty in the idea of, let's say, okay, high school Sam has jumped uh, into his bed and he's clutching his yearbook and, you know, there's a Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster somewhere for uh, whatever reason. Exactly. And, um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I got my uh, trapper keepers next to me God. and I just excitedly knocked over some pogs and like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, she is the best. If only... I should have just sat down ne next to her at lunch, but the, the chairs were filled by the time I walked up and yeah. they're so cool. I just want to tell them how cool they are. And like, they make me smile just by when they walk in the room or when they, I hear their name and mm, right? I would go insane if they ever turned to me and said, hi, Sam, I would die. Right. Oh my God. If I got to dance with them at the dance uh, and I'm crying happy tears into my trapper keeper because it's like, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. I'm totally on board. I get That's that. That's the song. I get that. It's just goofy because 
it's such a great feeling and it only lasts for a small amount of your time. Yeah. It's a fleeting. Life, life can break your heart and life can knock you down, but also build you up. And it's just that weird. I it's, it's the most grounded in real life nature fantasy that there is Yeah, because you haven't been hurt. Mm -hmm. And Oh my God, if this happens, it's, it's the idea of, I might win the lottery and I haven't sunk $20,000 into winning the lottery. Yeah. You're a bit fearless, but still a little shy. You're a bit fearless. <laughs> I see what you did there, Taz. It, it's also not her song. Well, this, she, is, this is her owning the song. She rewrote it. Yeah. Like she added to it. She rewrote it. She rearranged it. And they said, here are the writing credits, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. according to my friends on Reddit. <laughs> I don't like you hanging out with these Reddit people, Kate. I don't know where they are. I don't either. Well, I can't hang out with Twitter with people on Twitter anymore. So I got permanently banned from a couple places on Reddit this past week. These uh, moderators mean business. wield a lot. Did you upset a moderator? I must have multiple times on multiple threads. Yikes! These guys are cutthroat. Well, because they don't have Twitter anymore. They're back on the Reddit. It's a trip. A trip, I tell you. I'm not banned. I just read. I just lurk. I tay lurk. I, I feel like I am the most technologically um, uh, disadvantaged incel that there is because I don't go on Reddit. I don't use Twitter. Kate made an Instagram profile for me that I still don't know how to. I, all I want to do is make one of those goofy videos and put it on there. And I have no idea how because I, when I set it up, when it got through on my phone, I was like, I don't need to use my, my microphone or my camera. I'm just going to pass. Oh, I don't need yeah. access to my, my photos. Oh, that's, a, that's a real shame. <laughs> You're better off to be off the grid. It's a real shame that you can't post your own content. Just, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm so sorry about that, Sam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the one photo that I finally got through was just... Was me. <laughs> you posted me. Kate, are you okay? Did Sam take you hostage? Why is he putting a photo up of you? Is he trying to say something? He took a photo of me taking a, a selfie and posted it. I'm like, jeez. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know how to really have a comment or a, a thing. So it's just this weird photo of oh, you. Wait, the what, caption? What oh, did no. you write? Hi, it's her. <laughs> She's the problem. It's She's her. the problem. It's her. <laughs> no, this, no, was, no. this was 11.55. We were not at midnights yet. It was It was around that time. And then I say like, this is my core, co-host, Kate, and she's amazing. You've got actually a couple. Sam here. Happy almost Saturday. When you wake up, I hope you have a great day. Also enjoy this picture of Kate podcasting away. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's sweet. It's very sweet. That's such a That's genuine, so touching. What a genuine thing I said. I to you. would say that would be a bop. That's the picture he posted. That's a bop. That's a bop right That's there. That's a bop right there. Come on, Kate. Kate, it's a bop. The song was a flop, but that photo is a bop. I mean, the song is not one that I'm going to go searching for, but I didn't think it was the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. No, 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 no. I, it's But Fearless I'm, is I'm, my le- like hot take, controversial. I might get some hate today. Fearless is my least favorite Taylor's album. Hey, you know what? It's probably mine too, but I probably would add to that list. Guys, I don't know. I think debut might be <laughs> the country Taylor might. I think we just burn the past. Just no. burn ta- Just burn no. down Doc's past. No. We don't need to see the story of how Doc's you got inspired past. to go into med school. We just, we don't need that. We don't need every little thing. Every little thing she does isn't magic. It is magic. 
It's all magic. It's magic. And sometimes it's chaos magic. And sometimes it's magic that gets really sciencey. We don't need to know about it. Just how magical is it going to be when you pick me up from the airport once a month, coming back from my Taylor tour? Again, I'm not invited on the... Dad, we made plans at the beginning of this episode to rent a bus and travel the world. Did with you notice Kate. how at the beginning she was like, we're going to bring someone else's mother instead of one of us? <laughs> yeah. And then we immediately What's went, up with that? Hey, guess Jane's what? Jane's gone to concerts. Jane's a fan. I've gone to concerts before. Taylor Swift concerts. concerts. Jane's gone to Taylor Swift concerts. When have we ever been in the position to want to go to a Taylor Swift concert besides well, working with you for the past well, year? I have a better I mean, She plan wasn't for even you. like touring when we started this whole thing. I she wasn't you... even Natalie and Brilliant touring. Was she at even this 14 point. at that point? She wasn't even born in our minds at this point. I mean, Midnight's wasn't even out. <laughs> anyway, so. It's time to roll that dice. I think so. I feel like. Let's start fresh. Let's see if we can get back on a streak. I feel like Jay and I right now, <laughs> we're touchable. I am, me and, and my concert tickets are untouchable. Mm, mm. Well, we've talked about the marquee, but now it's time to bring about the Jillian Petruziello Memorial Dice. We think about, I think about you every time I pick up this heavy 20-sided polyhedral. Uh, and Jill, if you can hear me, I just want you to know. Just roll the dice. It gets better. 17 is not an album. 17 so is not an album, but you know that. Four. Oh, boy. That's is red. that red? Yeah. Because it was debut and then fearless and then some other one. Speak now. Hmm? Speak now. I thought you didn't want me to talk anymore. Oh. Huh. All right. So we're doing That's red, which is the re-recording of red, which means there's 35 songs on red. Just 30. <laughs> should I roll the dice twice then? I feel like we should random number generate it so we don't miss out on anything. All right. Let me pull up the incel that is tech savvy when it comes to number generators. Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop. 25. Message in a bottle. Just a costume. Oh, boy. I love well, the are we going to do a double? We haven't done a double. We're going to do a heads up, message in a bottle, the police. Message in a bottle, Taylor. They're both titled exactly the same? Same names. Whoop, whoop. That's we haven't done a double police. in a while. Well, yeah, I mean, and I will agree a, with we, that. We did a hidden double today. We did, but we didn't. This, I didn't. Is, this is more of a Rocky Horror <laughs> double picture creature show. I'm willing to do police and Yeah, that'll Taylor. be fun. We can talk about that time Taylor almost got arrested. Because she was stalking you? Tune in next week if you want to hear the story or just tune in to hear it. I'm going to have to pre-screen that story and make sure it's an actual story. But we'll be back next week. And don't you worry. I'm sure Sam and Jason will have all the same feelings that we expect them to have once again. I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm the not so swifty Sam. I'm a castaway. I'm not body. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, follow us on socials. Sam has gone viral and still going. Yes, I am. Uh, what was the comment on that? Strangest video I've ever seen. <laughs> weirdest, <laughs> weirdest thing ever. It's I'm not cringy, it. but it's also, it's kind of like listening to Untouchable and then realizing that there's an entirely different version that was predating it called Luna, from Luna Halo and it sounds a lot different. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a review. Five-star reviews bring me joy. We'll see you next week when we're back with Red Taylor's version, Message in a Bottle, and Message in a Bottle from the Police. Thanks for listening.